I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Uh, today is not going to be a normal show for me, and it is my intention to get the normal show back on track, and I might talk about some politics today, but this weekend, I suffered what I can only describe to be an unimaginable loss. Uh, a couple of days ago, I found my best friend of many years dead. And I don't have an explanation for how that happened. Naturally, I've tried to dissect what might have happened with some of the people close to me and close to him. And the more we go over it, the more mysterious it becomes. And part of that is just a factor of none of this making sense. He was 44 years old and we have spent at least the last 15 years together at one another's side to the point where many of the people who know us both know us together. And a lot of people have questions about what happened, including me. But the truth is that even when we find out, if we find out, that only solves a small mystery while saying nothing about the bigger one. And I've put a lot of thought into whether or not I was going to even attempt to do this today. And I don't know if I'm making the right decision because everything for me has been flipped upside down to the point where nothing that I do or think feels right in any larger sense. You know, you can go moment to moment and try to keep focused on what is true, but I find that that has been continually reversing upon itself throughout this time. And I can look at it through the perspective of what he would have wanted me to do, but I can only even guess at that. I want to honor him and honor the loss, but I'm not sure that me not talking about it and me taking some sort of break from doing this is going to do anything in the way of doing that. And being unsure about that takes away the incentive from taking time off. I do know that I dealt with periods of depression in my life in Los Angeles. And when I was going through down times, one of the things that helped me move through those times was keeping to a routine of positive and productive actions 
throughout any given day. And that's how I generally live day to day. I have a routine. I try to stick to that routine. And I very rarely want to move off of that routine. And so for me, part of that at this point in my life is doing this show and engaging in the battle that we are engaged in. And so I went to the gym this morning to try to continue that routine. And I'm going to do my best to continue this routine. If I determine at some point that that doesn't feel right, then I won't do an episode. And beyond that, I am going to devote the part of the day that I prepare the show and record the show and post the show for that part of my routine. And after I do that each day, I will try to give this part of my life the time it requires and give the people in our lives the time they require of me because this is one of those friends that have such a a massive personality and exude so much energy to those people around them that there is a giant hole for many of us right now and if you knew me or you knew him you will certainly understand what I mean. And the truth is we all have people like that in our lives. At least I hope we all do. And I, I don't know if this is the appropriate time or venue to attempt to eulogize him in any sort of way. And the truth is I'm not sure I have the words to do that at this point, but I will say that in every way, this person is a brother to me and the kind of person with whom you actively plan your lives in a way that you know you will in some way uh, grow old by one another's side in one another's lives to the point where you you talk about it. It was the kind of relationship where you don't even need to make plans together because your entire life is a plan made together. Our loyalty to one another was unwavering and unyielding no matter what either of us ever did. And I imagine like many of you, I learned over the last year and a half how rare that truly is, even with people who you think are that way with you because you're that way with them. And doing what I did in Hollywood last year and being public about where I stood 
about what I saw going on in the world was something that for a lot of people became divisive because some of the people who I had trusted the most and spent the most time with in my time in Los Angeles began imposing social costs on my own friends and my own relationships just for sticking by my side. But there was never any doubt in this friendship. And thankfully, the same is true for many of the people who were the closest to both of us. And I began to watch people in my life vanish from my life in different ways. And then there were people like my friend who rather than doing what was easy or what was socially advantageous to them, there's a group of people who doubled down on their relationship with me. And in many ways, this person was a lifeline for me. You know, I've said many times that at the beginning of all this, my industry was intentionally destroyed by California and a career that I had worked on for 15 years was immediately taken from me. And I know that many of you have experienced that at many times over the last 20 months, but trying to figure out how to reroute your life is extremely difficult. And when you have the forces we have pressing down on us, it's very easy to get lost in that. And this person led a group of people in making sure that that would not be my fate. And instead of taking the easy route and thinking about what people might say or might think, he became even more of an anchor in my life and a lifeline. And when this happened, you know, you immediately become unmoored. And the truth is that I am just so thankful that many of the people who were around the two of us for such a long period of our lives have followed that lead and have doubled down to let me know that they have my back in the same way that he had my back and I had his. And it's incredible for me because I have never experienced a loss like this. You know, when I was, when I was young, uh, three out of four of my grandparents passed probably by the time I was 13, if my memory serves. And I've had, I've lost friends in, in my generation and in my life to various causes but never anyone this close. And we've been through 20 months now of just unimaginable loss for so many people, whether it's for a medical reason or 
because people succumbed to the darkness that is being thrust upon us or because of tragedies like this or because people have chosen to leave our lives because of what ultimately seem like superficial disagreements and tribalism and choosing sides. And for me personally, you know, I had a a highly social life in Los Angeles and had hundreds or even thousands of people who on some level I would have called friends and so many of them are no longer in my life because of that last thing. And, you know, some of those people have have reached out to express their sympathies, which I honor and respect and appreciate. And I can certainly honor the shared loss of our mutual friend. But when people choose to abandon relationships based on disagreements without taking the time to have open conversations and figure out whether or not that disagreement is ultimately superficial in some way or misunderstood in some way, I find myself having a hard time accepting their forays back into my life under these circumstances without any mention of why our relationship dissolved a year ago or 15 months ago or a year and a half ago. And it becomes clear that there are people who are not with you, even while they're present. And there are others who will always be with you, no matter what the separation in a physical sense might be. And I have never felt that more strongly or believed that more fully than I have in the last two days. And... I find I have no inclination whatsoever to pretend that somehow we are picking up where we left off because of this tragic situation that now causes our lives to intersect. And I don't know, I may end up feeling differently about that as time goes on, but I'm just taking it as it comes. And my experience of this last year and a half or so has shown me in very stark relief who my true friends are and nothing showed me that more clearly than the relationship I had with this friend who never ever considered that me standing up and telling the truth as best I could discern, would ever be a reason that our relationship should be compromised. And there there are other people, certainly, who didn't agree with me at all and nonetheless 
have remained in my life and our lives. And so I want to be very clear that this has nothing to do with them. I don't require agreement. I want people to agree when they are convinced that I'm right. And I want them to have their positions when they're not. And if at some point they realize that I am right, then I want to be clear that what I say at the beginning of every episode about people making amends with those who they have shamed and bullied and ostracized and abandoned and censored that you know they will be received with open arms because I really do believe that I think that we have to have a place in times like these especially in times like these for people to put the past behind them and find forgiveness and acceptance if they have enough character to ask for it and if they don't then I have no reason or ability to pretend that I don't know where we stood just a matter of days ago and I think that the way we improve our situations individually and collectively is through embracing reality as it exists and telling the truth about what that means and the basis for our mutual trust and loyalty was that we knew that we could be authentically ourselves around each other without judgment or condemnation of one another's flaws. And I think that that is the mark of a, a very special and unique relationship. And he was a very special and unique person. And there was never any point in our relationship where he ever demanded, even in the slightest, that somehow I be less me. And I think that that is a way that you can know you were, were truly loved in a genuine sense. And so with that in mind, I'm going to continue to be as authentically me as I can. And at this point in my life, this podcast is the best reflection of that. And so I will continue to do the podcast in the only way I know how. And if that seems like a compartmentalization, maybe it is. And if that bothers people in some way, they are entitled to their feelings, but they will not change mine because stepping away or pulling back at all is an excuse to step away or pull back more because the same arguments will always exist. And that's just not the way I guide my life. And so if I miss any episodes in the near future, it is probably because I am dealing with 
what life has thrown my way, and I'm not sure that I will mention this or discuss this again on the podcast, but there is no way that I will not be carrying this loss and the sadness and his memory as a backdrop to all of this. So I'm going to let that be for today and I will just keep fighting knowing that Heath never did and never would and never could ever doubt my love for him. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator. You can join the discussion at t.me slash I'm reasonable. I'm also on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator. The Substack is I'm your moderator and the merch site is cancelcouture.com. You can also go direct to that at shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. I'll see you next time out on the range. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'mYourModerator.Substack.com. The merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!